Hey, everybody. You saw a little glimpse of me, and I was about to start, but we can't start without thanking our 2021 Mission and Vision Partners. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Bill Vitiello. I am the Director of Institutional Relationships and the Director of Marketing for the Victory Bank in Limerick. Welcome to another episode of Chamber Chat Live here on Facebook uh, if and podcast, if you're listening through podcasts. You notice I got a lot of wide space next to me because I don't have Eileen. Usually we're split screen today and she's doing from the president's desk, um, but she's not. We had some scheduling conflicts and we're actually going to welcome her back in season seven. Uh, but before we continue, we, as always, want to thank Eileen and her staff over at the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce and also Drew Griffin, who is behind the scenes here. He rarely shows himself, rarely, but we thank him anyway. Um, so thank you. Without those folks, it really is not possible for us to do this program. So my guest today, um, her name is Danielle McCoy. And if that name sounds familiar, she is the principal of Pottstown High School. So Drew, we'll bring in Danielle. Hey, Danielle, how are you? Hi, Hi how are you doing? I'm doing well. Welcome to Chamber Chat. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you for having me. Where are you? You at the high school there? I sure am. I'm in that my office good. at the high school. That looks great. I love the color walls. I love the decor. It looks good. Thank you. We should have just done the interview from there. <laughs> You're welcome anytime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the invite. Sure. So, uh, Danielle, this is your first time uh, on Chamber Chat. This is also the high school's first time on Chamber Chat. So, again, a, uh, a welcome. It's so great to meet people this way. You and I have never met before. Um, I'm obviously familiar with Pottstown High School. You're in the same town that I live in. Um, but um, there's some folks that may not know you or may not know a lot about the high school. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Okay, great. I, I love to talk about the high school. Yeah, I know you do. I'm sure you do. <laughs> so, um, so first of all, thank you on behalf of the community. I know you've had to make some tremendous decisions uh, over the past year and, and however many months. And, uh, you know, look, there's probably no decision that's going to be right for everybody. Um, and it's a really difficult spot to be in. Um, but thank you for making those decisions on behalf of the community. Well, thank you for recognizing that. I appreciate that. It's It's been a tough year for everybody. <laughs> sure, sure. It really, it's it's kind of pushing us all to the brink on, you know, how we can function within our own limits. And uh, it's just been uh, remarkable how the communities responded, uh, you know, in a positive way to try to rally around one another. So, uh, so thank you again. Uh, so for those for those folks who don't know you, Danielle, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where you're from? How'd you get into education? Well, I'm from here. I'm from Pottstown. Uh, my great grandparents bought their their house brand new on Second Street, and I grew up there. My my father and mother uh, lived with my great grandparents when I was very young, and then they after they passed away, we stayed there. So we I grew up on Second Street. Went to Pottstown High School. Went on to uh, Shippensburg and then Temple University. Uh, my own children went to school here. So my great-grandparents, actually their parents went to school here. My great-grandparents went to school here. Then my dad went to school here. Then I went to school here. And then my own children went to school here. So I'm through and through a Pottstonian. Um, we all, like I said, my, my children all went through Pottstown. They're all adults now, but they did very well here. They, um, I was a teacher for, I think my oldest son was in ninth grade when I became a teacher. So I'm a career changer. I was actually in banking. Um, and then I switched careers and became a teacher. And somehow along the way, I became the career and tech director at Pottstown. So I oversaw all the vocational programs for six years. And this is my seventh year as the high school principal. 
So I've been here as a teacher for 21 years, but I like to say that I've been here just as long as Mr. Armada, except I was five <laughs> when he started. And that's and that's quite a legacy with your family there. I think that's mm -hmm. that's that's really cool. And I've often I've often heard of that situation where um, people who have gone to the school then wind up being employed by the school, and it's just like it's just like being home again, right? Mm -hmm. It's um. It's a great place to grow up. My own kids, who I said are adults now, they when they went to college, they were so thankful they went to Pottstown because the diversity here made them very comfortable in any situation. Because we have, you know, we have top tier financially speaking families, and then we have families in poverty. We have, you know, a, a broad spectrum of ethnicities, and all of our students have always really gotten along very well. And my my own personal children, I saw it in my own house, were so happy to have grown up here because they didn't have any adjustment to any group of people when they when they left home yeah that's a great point i you know i'll just share some of my story i, I grew up in probably completely the opposite it was just a um you know middle income uh, primarily white high school and i almost wish i had that same experience of diversity it's never stopped me as i got older from accepting other people of um, various backgrounds but I still wish I had that experience. I still wish that was in, inherent inside me. So um, that's a great point and very interesting. Pottstown is quite a, a diverse community and should be celebrated. So, so how long have you been the principal for the high school? Seven years. I'm just starting my seventh year tomorrow. Okay, all right, good. So are you guys on summer break now, right? Well, the teachers and the students are, but I work 12 months. So the administrators are here all summer. Right. Gotcha. And then when do you go back uh, at the end of the summer? Right. Well, it's pushed back now. So it's I don't know the exact date, but it's I think the teachers are back the second or third, the second week in August. And then the students are back the third, I think something okay. like the 23rd, somewhere around there. Gotcha. And and I think part of what you wanted to talk about was that adjustment or going coming back to school, especially in a post covid environment. Did you want to chat about that a little bit? Yes, I did. Um, I'm really looking forward to having the students back in the building. And I mean, the teachers are too, but part of it is because we miss them. I mean, no one went into education to not see students, to not yeah. see children. But um, that the relationships that we all build with our kids uh, in, in the building are so significant to their success. And it's just not possible to do that virtually. They're not, you need more of that face-to-face -face connection time. So really looking forward to being able to rebuild that. I mean, you know, and it's really from an ed, somebody who's dedicated her li life to, to students, to, to teenagers and children, to not know any of the ninth graders is just heartbreaking. You know, I just, I, have, I don't recognize any of their faces when they come in. But beyond that, I think it, it makes a big difference to the students to have that connection because they come to school um, it's always a stabilizing place in their lives. And for some of them, it's a very safe place. And it's just not the same virtually. I mean, we see all the activity going on behind them at home and all the different ways they're being pulled. And it's really hard to, to you know, to, to work, to get as close to them when all that's happening. So we're really looking forward to having them back in the building selfishly because we miss them. But also we think it's best for them, you know, educationally. So we're... Uh, I'm really excited to plan for that. Yeah, and high school is a very social place, right? You know, I, I remember yeah. going to high school, I'm not gonna say how many years ago, but um, remember going in and it was almost like, I, I knew I was there to learn, but again, it was also a very social place uh, to go to. And regarding the comments about your um, your ninth graders, that, that almost uh, has a unique opportunity in itself, 
where you get to know them in a little bit different way than you may not have traditionally done. So again, hopefully everybody be open to that and uh, everybody adjusts just fine. Okay. So, so that's great. Um, so I know there's some some great education opportunities for folks at the high school. Um, do you want to talk about some of the programming that's available? Sure, I do, and and some of our success stories as well. Um, you know, it's no secret we have we have a a large um, population of high risk students, but the the opportunities are there for all of that support. But the support is also there for our for our high flyers too, our high performers. Um, I'll go back to my own daughter. My my daughter is now an attorney for American Eagle, and she does all their international contracts. So that's a big big job and you know she does really well and I'm of course really proud of her but all of her her base knowledge came from here came from Pottstown High School and um, that's that's really exciting and uh, you know sometimes people look at our sports teams and we're a very small school competing in against very big schools and people look at that and they think oh well you're just no good you're just not good well that's not really true we just don't have the depth and for the kids who really do have the talent and pursue it we have a national champion um, track runner this year during COVID you know and my, my own son he had to go out and maybe find other places but he's a two-time national champion champion in wrestling and those two athletes did got all their groundwork here so you know the, the opportunities are here for any for whatever just like they are everywhere else um, we have dual enrollment programs with Montco we have a program called the um, early college program which is supported by the foundation for Pottstown education and students have to apply for it and they have to meet certain criteria which is attendance behavior and uh, I think it's a 90% grade point average they apply for this scholarship and they'll spend half of their day at Monco and half of their day at Pottstown at the high school completely financially covered and they graduate then with their freshman year of college credits under their belt so that you know that's one opportunity we have we have 14 AP program or AP classes that courses students can take um, one of our our shining stars is our career and tech program and I, I don't want to go too deep because I believe you're going to meet with the director um, but that is we have 10 career and technical education programs here so where another district will go to the Western Center they put their kids on a bus every day and they go to the Western Center or um, Technical College High School in Chester County they're all by county we don't have to do that our kids are 100% invested in their Pottstown education while also getting all of that career and tech knowledge out of the way they, they're doing everything they're doing at the career tech centers they're just doing it in the building um, you know so we have an auto shop a cosmetology our cosmetology program is really nice because mm -hmm. they can earn their their license in high school they don't have to pay anything to get their cause license so that's like a fifteen thousand dollar savings right there so we have health tech and early child care all of that so um, we have really opportunity for anything any student wants to do yeah, the quote programming is quite extensive. In fact, right before uh, the pandemic hit, I, I was at a networking event. And I can't remember if it was the fall of 19 or maybe the early spring of 20 or could have been over the over the winter time. We all took a tour and a lot yeah. of a lot of the tour was through um, those different disciplines. So we saw the auto body shop. We saw the the um, the. Uh, cosmetology program and all that. So it was, I was blown away by what's available to these students now. If somebody is really interested in a, in a program like that, um, I, I know funding is, you know, a little bit of a challenge always, right? Um, there's takes money to keep these programs going. Um, there's materials, there's coursework uh, that needs to be purchased and that sort of thing. So um, can you t tell us without getting, I know it's, I know it's a big topic, 
Um, but can you tell us a little bit about the budget and what some of the needs are uh, inside the school? Well, we have with the career and check programs in particular, it's um, it's the it, keeping the equipment current and the programs as current as possible, the software as current as possible, um, because you know we want those the, the students who leave our CTE programs, we want them to be ready to be entry level employees. So they need to be current on whatever the equipment is. And you know how quickly everything changes all the time. So that's one of the, the, the biggest need in career and check in. Our director does an amazing job of seeking out grants and connections for those programs. He's, um, he, make sure you ask him about that. He does an awesome job with that. Um, but we, you know, we're so used to getting by and so little that, uh, you know, Curricular, our manpower is probably our biggest expense and our biggest need. The smaller the class, the better you can meet the needs of, you know, kids, students. And sometimes we don't have that ability because we just don't have the funds to support that kind of uh, staffing. So, you know, we have to cobble together what we can to make sure kids are getting everything they need because sometimes they're, you know, they just, some kids just need more support. And this larger the class, the harder it is to get that individualized attention. So um, we have a very supportive superintendent and business manager. So we usually can try to find a way to you know make the best of everything sure sure and i want to go back to that um the programming the education you said you have with the community college i believe that's a dual enrollment program correct is that what they call it mm -hmm. yeah right so, so i have familiarity with that um I, i'm the chairman for the montgomery county community college alumni association okay. and we work with the foundation board and the board of trustees and the uh, faculty and staff of the college as well to make sure that that program is a success so I know there's been some very successful students coming out of that. It, tr it teaches tremendous discipline. Um, but thank you for being one of the partners with that and, and providing that opportunity to the students. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I mean, it's great for the students because they take those credits with that. They either finish out at Monco, which we encourage because the, the savings is so substantial for them, or they take those credits and they move on. And it's just it's just wonderful opportunity for them. And it also for some of our students who don't get a lot of support at home, it um it gives them the opportunity to step out and have to be independent and advocate for themselves, but also with all of us in the background. We're really lucky to have um, Sue Lawrence is usually she teaches at the community college, also on our school board, and her kids went to school here. She went to school here. She's kind of like me. Um, they um, she's able to be very supportive and nurturing to them as they you know as they learn to advocate for themselves. So it, it lends to them being far more successful when they graduate. So yeah. it's a great opportunity. And I'm glad we have the chance to give that to students. Sure, yeah, absolutely. And I know that dual, dual enrollment program is one way to get familiar with college, mm -hmm. but you, you guys have also have a very specific plan to transition seniors into that college life. Do you want to discuss that a little bit, please? Um, well, in the post-secondary life, college or not, um, right. well, we with our career and tech program, the students, when they get to the, it's a three-level program, 10th grade, 11th grade, and 12th grade. And when they get to 12th grade, if they've mastered all the skills that they need to be entry-level employees in the class, we set them up with internships outside of the outside of school. So they're working in the field they plan to be in. And very often, they get jobs then at, at those companies. So that works out really nicely for the students and, of course, really, really uh makes us very proud. Um, we have, um, well, we do all kinds of career inventories and things like that in ninth and 10th grade to find out what the students are really interested in. We take them and we tour our shops, but we also go through like, what are the expectations for colleges? Um, one of the hardest conversations to have is students who think they're going to be um, uh, professional athletes. And it's like, okay, mm -hmm. 
um, you're not playing basketball now. Like you need to get started, but right. you need a backup plan too. So talking to them about what that looks like. Don't, I'm never going to tell someone don't pursue your dreams, but what does that look like? And we have a career, a college and career counselor now. So she works with students on applying to schools, but it's almost like we're, we're creating this culture of figure it out, figure out what your goals are, and then we'll help you get there. And it doesn't have to be college, but if it is college, apply for the dual enrollment program. And if you don't want that, if you want to do more AP classes, because you have your eyes set on something that maybe isn't community college focused likes AP better because all colleges have different, um, different, not, not even requirements, but things that they look for, um, you know, then we'll help you with that. Like you, that AP track and how many is too many because you don't, you know, some kids want to overload themselves with everything. It's like, well, you need that experience too, that high school experience. Don't, don't, you know, knock yourself out. So it's, it's, providing them with all that guidance. They have the regular guidance counselor, they have the career counseling guidance counselor, and then they have their teachers in ninth and 10th grade in particular who are career focused. And every student goes through those programs. So we're filtering them into whichever path they want because it's okay that you don't want to go to college. What's not okay is if you don't have a plan at all. We need, yeah. to, we need to help you find that. Yeah, and that's great. And we have a few more moments left here, certainly. Uh, but if those folks who are watching live, if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for uh, Danielle, please drop them in the comment thing. You have her available here. We can answer them live, right? Yes. Um, so so in, in addition to the uh, career counseling, do you guys offer uh, like some sort of mentoring uh, program at all um, in the sense that maybe somebody in the community who um, has been successful in business or has been successful in some other specific discipline wants to lend their advice about you know, whatever field that they're in or, um, you know, maybe what the student wants to do. Do you guys do anything like that? We absolutely do. We have, um, prior to COVID, we have, uh, we have career, I don't know if we call them career weeks, but we have times where people come in and speak and we'll round robin the students through the speakers so they can hear all different, all different um, careers in each of the different career clusters. But then we'll also have the teachers will bring people in, like our engineering teacher is always bringing people in to talk about all the different careers. And then he also goes out, well, and not just him, but they'll go out and visit the places as well. Um, we have a mentoring program that we run every other week in school where teachers and students are paired up based on on they they select who they want to be with so they pair themselves up together in small groups and then they'll help with them as well with you know all right well what you think this is what you want here's here's some people to talk to to get you there but our um our career and tech teachers are really big about making sure that they're connecting their kids with actual people in the industry because nothing's more powerful than talking to someone who who's already walking the walk yeah and and i mentioned that only because when i was um you know in uh, my early college years I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I was just taking some um, communications classes. I knew I kind of liked that space a little bit, but didn't know anything about what type of career I wanted to do, whether it was in radio or television or film. Um, you know, and I wish I had more folks that I could ask questions about, about, you know, what's the industry like? What's the outlook? Um, you know, knowing my skill set, is it something I'm going to be happy in? Um, you know, I may want to you know, do something in radio, but there's so many things in radio, uh, you know, and I might go into advertising. Well, I may not like advertising. I may want to be an on-air personality. So, uh, so it's great that you have that availability to the students. Again, I, I wish it's something um, that I either explored more. Um, if they had it, I wasn't aware of it. Um, so, you know, thank yeah. you for the programming you're doing there. The other thing we're doing, and we didn't get the chance to start it last year was supposed to be the first year is students that, 
do what we call it a graduation project, culminating project, whatever capstone, whatever we want to call it. But we've switched it from uh, over to where we have it more career based. So we want them to go out and just shadow somebody in a career they're interested in so they can see because the, the thing that always sticks with me and this goes back. 20 years probably a student who was a senior who was all ready to go to culinary school he loved it was before we had a culinary program all ready to do it that's what he wanted to do he went and he did i think 30 hours at catillo's in the kitchen and he hated it to him like culinary was making these fabulous creations not cutting up little pieces of carrot and all of that mm -hmm. he was he didn't like anything about the atmosphere and he has a whole different career now so better he find that out in high school than waiting until he pays all that money for culinary school Sure, so, yeah. sure. Absolutely. So that's, I'm very sensitive to that. And I, I started my, like I said, I was a career changer and I always should have been a teacher, but I spent all those years doing something else, you know, and I liked being, actually, I liked being a teller the best. You're in banking. I loved that interaction with people and I loved yeah. balancing the branch. But um, when I got into the management side of the branch, I didn't like it anymore. That wasn't for me. I needed more, more. And um, I probably would have known that if somebody had, if we had that when I was in high school too. Yeah. And, and it's interesting, though, too, you know, as you go through life, you get more information points and you're able to recognize what you like and what you don't like. Sometimes you just do it robotically thinking it's the right thing to do. This is my path. This is which, how it should happen. Right. And it turns out that it may not be. And, and that's a lot of that has a lot to do with self-discovery. Um, and again, getting that information for yourself. So, yeah, good for you for recognizing that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so we just have a few more moments left. Anything else you, you would like to share about the high school? Um, I'd like to, if anyone ever wants to do a tour, like you mentioned, it's always, everyone who's ever toured the high school has been surprised. Yeah. I don't know what they expect, but they've always been surprised. So if anybody wants to do a tour of the high school, I'm always very proud to show it off. Um, so are, you know, the people that I work with. So just, you know, drop us a line. Um, my email is on the, the Pottstown School District website and we can set up a tour. It's, um, I'm very proud of it and I love to show it off. So, um, and I like to talk about it. I mean, I think, you know, when Dave said something about doing this interview, I was like, well, I want to do one too. <laughs> so. Yeah. And we'll, Danielle, we'll put your contact information down in the show notes there. So folks can contact you. And I absolutely, if you're watching this, absolutely 100% take a tour. I think you would be blown away by what's at the high school. But like you said, like, you know, you didn't know what people to expect. And I don't know. I just, I walked into a high school and they started taking us around these different rooms and from room to room, I just, kept getting further impressed by um, the amount of resources that are available to the students and how disciplined the programming is. So um, again, congratulations to you and your team. And I hope folks would take you up on that offer to take a tour of the school. Thank you so much. Yeah, so thanks for being on today. If you hold on just a moment here while we wrap up. Sure thing, thank you All very right. much. Yeah, enjoy your stay cool today. I know, it's a good day to be inside. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Folks, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Chamber Chat Live. Again, my name is Bill Vitiello, Director of Institutional Relationships and the Director of Marketing for the Victory Bank in Limerick. And until we connect again, all my best. Bye for now.